Hey guys, thanks for sharing a little time with me today. Please don't forget to subscribe and review. I can't wait to hear from you. And I just love hearing all of your voices and, and hearing where you're from and, and how you're doing things differently and becoming a part of the MLM Unicorn community, changing the trajectory of your businesses and also the rest of the industry as it is. So go ahead, don't forget to subscribe, don't forget to save, don't forget to give you a review. Whether it's a good or a bad review, guys, it doesn't matter to me. I just want to hear your feedback, hear what you guys are thinking. I'll talk to you soon. Mwah. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. It's time to rise and shine, guys. It's Leah Moore with Not Your Mama's MLM Podcast. And welcome back, guys. I am podcasting from my car again today. It is an early morning for me. I got up at 6.30 this morning to get ready and get out the door because I had to drive two hours to my first thing for the day, my first job for the day. And for those of you who work a typical nine to five, and that is nothing. But for those of you who are homeschool parents, for those of you who work from home, 6.30 in the morning is freaking early. Or for those of you, I should say, who are night owls, that is an early time frame and definitely not my cup of tea. I don't really like it. In the summer, it's not as bad because, you know, here in Michigan, we still have a huge amount of light at, at this time. It's August 1st here in Michigan. Um, and it's actually, so we still had quite a bit of light at 630 in the morning. But when the winter rolls around, when spring is here, oh my God, 630 in the morning feels like death because in my opinion, no one should be awake in single digits unless they were already awake and they're still awake. So <laughs> I don't know. It's just my thing. I, I don't start my day usually until about 9, 30, 10 o'clock. I usually am rolling out about, about eight o'clock and that's just out of a creature of habit. You know, your body sets that time clock and, and it kind of just makes it so that you get up about the same time every single day. And that's my normal. So 630 is pretty early for me guys, but I am running and because I have a two-hour drive, I figured, hey, I might as well use this time to talk to my favorite people, my MLM unicorns. So here we are, guys. What should we talk about today? No, actually, I already have that planned. Um, you know, for so many years, I have been seeking outside of myself the answers to the problems that I have in my business whether it be in my semi-brick-and-mortar, my consulting business as a wedding owner, um, a wedding planner, or whether it be in my MLM. And that is what we're here to talk about, right? That's, that's what this whole podcast is about. It's about what we do and being really honest about the journey that it takes to become a successful entrepreneur because it's not a one-to-one -one correlation. There's a, that memes, those pictures that are out there that always say, you know, this is what I think success should be, and it's a straight line from point A to point B, and then this is what success really looks like, and it basically looks like someone's chicken scratch all over the place. There's, you know, twists and turns and bends and all of these things that it takes to actually be successful in your MLM or in any business venture at all. But for many years, I, you know, I, I just figured if I model people who are doing things perfectly well, if I just do exactly what they tell me to do, then it's going to work for me. That if I just go out and talk to 100 people a day, or if I just go out and message 300 people a day, or I just go out and really push and push and push and push and push and follow up 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 until someone's dead right? That's what they say. Unless they fall off your list or they're dead, you're going to keep following up with them. If I just kept doing those things, then I would be successful. And yet four years of 
doing that in my most recent MLM and over a decade of doing that in the MLM industry, I'm not having the successes that I want. It's not to say that I'm not successful. My personal business has been successful. I have been able to create success within my business. The problem that I have is finding success for my recruits, finding success for my team. And in turn then, because I can't actually help myself duplicate, which is what we talk about so much, my business has struggled to really have that exponential growth that I got into MLM to get to begin with. And the same holds true for everyone on my team. You know, they, they got into it because they wanted that exponential growth. They wanted the ability to leave their nine to fives. They wanted their abilities to be able to stay home with their children. They wanted the abilities to be able to make better and more options and make more choices in their lives so that they could live a life of freedom and fun and not have the stressors that come along with you know, a, a typical nine to five, living paycheck to paycheck and trying to figure things out day to day. But it's not, it hasn't happened. We haven't been able to crack the code. We hadn't been able to crack the code up until this point because we were following what is already a broken system, guys. We talk about it. I pound this into the pavement. I've been talking about this for months on end already that MLM is broken out of the box because the strategies and the techniques and the methods that are still being taught in the 21st century are stuck in the 80s. Hello, the 80s called and they want their sales methods back. All right, it's time to bury the hatchet here. It's time to bury the methods that are just not working for anyone anymore. And so many of the gurus that are out there have taken the old methods, the methods from the 80s and 90s, and they've adapted them to the online world, but they're still the same tactics, and they don't translate into our internet-based sales, on-demand lifestyles that we have. I mean, how many of you run over to Amazon whenever you need something and are able to order something right then and there? And Amazon walks you right through the process. They're literally showing you, you go look for something, they're going to give you an entire index of different things that could fulfill the needs that you're looking for. And then on top of that, we're going to make additional recommendations. Hey, most people buy this, this, and this when they buy that. Hey, do you want those two? That's an upsell. Holy crap, we don't do that with our MLMs. We are able to do that with our MLMs because we aren't taught how or even why to do those things. You know, I was listening to uh, another podcast early this morning, so I started my day with my normal feeding of my brain, and we were talking about the different processes of being all-inclusive when it comes to being an MLM, and uh, just having everybody apply to your team, or I'm sorry, having, having everyone come into your team and actually just welcoming everyone. And because it's so welcoming, and because you'll take anybody on your team, you can't be anything to everybody, right? You're always gonna fail. Instead of being more of an exclusivity and really creating that exclusivity concept and really forcing people to really make that decision to be a part of your team. And honestly, guys, I completely lost my train of thought. This is me being completely vulnerable with you right now. So I'm just gonna go ahead and drop that out right there and leave it because I do not know where the rest of that was going because really this conversation 
was about, uh, you know, looking for teaching methods that are outside of myself. And I'm going to try to get, get, get the train re, re, <laughs> back on track. I got derailed there a little bit, which is nothing new for me. I am, you know, I definitely am an instigator. I am an initiator. I am an activator. I am one of those people who gets the ball rolling. But to actually do the execution to get the, the thing on track and stay on track, it's kind of a challenge for me. So I try to surround people who are actually going to do that for me and, and try to do the best I can. But, you know, talking about looking for things outside of myself, and I've done them all, guys. I've done the IPAs. I've done the power hours. I've done the DMOs. I've done the ATMs. I've done the uh, direct messaging. I've done the being direct and asking within the first, like, couple questions. I've done the attraction marketing. I've done the, you know, let me let me become your friend. And then, oh, by the way, I was actually really just talking to you because I want you to be a part of my team. Yeah? Uh-huh. Yeah. No. So I've done them all, guys. If you've done it, I get it. And it's not your fault if you're failing because all of those things are just ad adaptations of what we did in the 80s, what we did in the 90s. Now, guys, I didn't do these things in the 80s. I did do a few of these things in the 90s. So don't date me too hard here, okay? Um, but all of them are just adaptations. They're just minor tweaks on. They're just small improvements on. Instead of completely revamping and warping the techniques, and that requires us to do one little thing. This is what this entire, you know, little episode is coming down to. This is the major takeaway that I want you to take from this episode. Is that, guys, we have done ourselves such a disservice in this industry by telling people that they are not in sales. You are in sales if you are in network marketing. You are in sales if you are asking someone to purchase something from you in exchange for monetary value. That is the definition of sales. The reason we hide from that is because of all the sleazy tactics, all the sleazy methods, all the sleazy, sleazy you know, styles of selling that are out there. Selling isn't bad. Selling isn't something we actually do every single day. But because we have told ourselves or we have convinced ourselves and then in turn try to convince the rest of our team, our downlines, our uplines, our sidelines, our companies that we're not in sales, that we've had to come up with these other methods, these other tactics that are broken, that aren't working anymore. But if we simply come over to the side of understanding that what we are really truly doing is sales, then we have another foot to leverage because now we can actually look for other sales techniques and styles and things that are actually working outside of being a shares person because I don't know any single business on the face of the planet that is successful because they are sharing something. No, they are successful because they have tactics, they have strategies, they have offers, they have creations, they have sales at the forefront of what they're doing. There are only two things that you are responsible to do as a business, and that is sales and innovation. And if you're not doing both of those, then you're not in business. You're not doing your job. So we need to come off of the sales shares person, the shares person that we have been telling everybody, and get over to the side of selling 
and then look for the right methods to alter the way in which we look at sales because it's not a bad thing. Sales is not a four-letter word. <laughs> it's not a four-letter word. It's actually an amazing thing when you finally approach it from the right way. And I'll tell you guys, I've been afraid of sales all of my life. You know, I can remember, and I think I told you guys this story uh, a couple, maybe actually last episode, when I, the reason why I hated sales so much was because I felt like begging. I felt like I was begging people to do things for me on my behalf. And that's one of the reasons why as a kid, I hated doing fundraisers. I hated being a Girl Scout and selling cookies because I had to beg people to buy my stuff. Even though some people wanted it, if I just found you know, the cookie lovers of the world and sit in front of them with my boxes, hey, they would have been bought really fast, right? Instead, I'm just asking anybody and everyone who's on a diet if they want to buy my cookies. I'm talking to the wrong crowd, right? Who's on a diet? No, no, I'm going to refrain from, oh crap, all right, fine, the kid's crying, I'm going to go ahead and buy them, right? But I hated it. I hated sales. And I, you know, just like anybody else, when somebody one of my very first jobs outside of college was actually sales. But it was, oh no, you're just sharing this product and you're giving away free trials. So in my mind, I was like, oh, I'm just giving away free trials. That's awesome. But I was basically the forefront salesperson for a company, a little known company called Stamps.com. I don't know if you guys know that company. They are still around. But I was a front runner for Stamps.com. I was selling Stamps.com. And I was you know, giving away free trials, but essentially I was trying to sell stamps. I was trying to sell the company. And because of, you know, my mentality shift when I went in and I was trained and I was taught on what I was doing, oh, you're just selling, you're not selling, you're just sharing this information or you're just, you know, giving out free trials of this. It was easier for me to approach it. But if I had known, if I had actually recognized and called you know, pull the wool off my own eyes and being able to really approach it in a different way, I may have actually ultimately been more successful in my business or in my ventures and my uh, work because instead of just thinking about being sharing, I, I could have actually had a strategy and come up with a, an actual business to business strategy that could have helped me be more engaging, to be more, to more long, to last longer, because it was something I burnt out on very quickly, and it, it didn't really help me, and it's one of those things that, hey, if I had known better, I could have done better, but I didn't know better, so I couldn't do better, and that's the thing I want to challenge you guys right now, is that you need to know better, and now that you're listening to this podcast, obviously, I know you want to know better, and that's the reason why we're here. We're here to change what we're doing, change the way we're teaching our downlines, change the way the industry is a is coming off the way that we appear to everyone else so that we can also find success. So instead of people asking you, oh, what do you do? And you say, because mm, yeah. how many of us hide the fact that we're an MLM? I know, I have. There's a little bit of shame that comes behind those words. But if we start to change the image of MLM and make sales the forefront of what we do, like any other online marketer, on the face of the planet, then we can have a huge impact in changing the trajectory of where we're going, where our teams are going, and ultimately changing the lives of everyone who is touched by Avalon. And there you go, guys. Take that one and run. So 
Uh, as you know, guys, we are very, very close. This is August 1st, and just around the corner on August 5th is the next One Funnel Away Challenge, guys. You know how much I love this challenge and how it is just the kickstart to building your online business. That is until I actually get my uh, my course up and running, which is something that I'm working on. I think we'll talk about that in the next episode since these are going to be back-to-back episodes, guys. I, I actually can, can kind of concentrate on what I want to talk about. Um, but that MLM, that, that challenge, the One Funnel Away Challenge is coming up August 5th. You need to go register by August 4th. You can go to leahmore.com forward slash MLM dash OFA dash challenge and join that challenge right now. You'll be redirected to the OFA challenge page afterwards, the official challenge page, so that you can actually get signed up. But you have to make sure you go through that first link so that you get the extra bonuses, which includes some um, gorgeous, magical MLM unicorn funnels, some templates there, uh, an audio book, and also that one-on-one coaching to actually really help all of the MLMers in the industry get through this challenge in another way because that was the biggest thing that I saw and that's the reason why I had to create this support group specifically for those in MLM because the, you know when you're coaching five and six thousand people across the world in different industries and in different businesses and different business models it's really hard to be able to address every single you know, nuances or niches, and they'll continually tell you, and you know, the, the hand-holding support all the way through is amazing, and you will continually be told, hey guys, if you're in this industry, it's gonna work for you. If you're in this industry, it's gonna work for you, because we've seen it already. It does work in every single industry. So it works across the board in MLM, but the actual impl- implementation, the act- actual diving in and actually making it work is sometimes a challenge for someone who doesn't come from a marketing mentality or someone who doesn't come from a sales mentality or someone who hasn't done it before or someone who's just approaching it for the first time because guys I've seen this over and over again you know this is a concept that I actually had been working on at least for the past four years ever since I started my new company I knew that I had to take my business online I knew that this is what I wanted to do I started reading the information I got through the challenges I did you know many programs to have a coach walk me through and I didn't get it I couldn't get it it wasn't connecting for me I just couldn't make the pieces fit that's the thing that I want to help you do I want you to fast track that I don't want you to take four years to make all that information fit when you can actually just grab me by the hand and ask me the questions and let's get it boiled down and narrowed down for you so that you can find success in automating and bringing your MLM business online so there you go guys thanks for joining me today I will talk to you soon